0: Hi there, I'm Sue Elvis from the blog Stories of an Unschooling Family. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode 134. And today I've got a story to share with you called Funny How Things Change. It's a story about term time and holidays. Do unschoolers take holidays? What's the difference between term time and holiday time? I've also got some other news for you, a little bit of family news and also some blog news. So I'm wondering how you got on with last week's episode. It was called A Balanced and Productive Unschool Life. And if you listen to that episode, you will know that my daughter, Sophie, my teenage daughter, she is 17. She joined me for that episode and we chatted about all kinds of things. I would like to do more episodes with Sophie, have her on this show occasionally as my co-host. So I hope that you do enjoy listening to her. But for this episode, it's just me again. And that's because Sophie can't talk. Well, she can talk, but with a little bit of difficulty. You see, on Friday, a few days ago, she had all her wisdom teeth removed by an oral surgeon. Yes, it was day surgery. We went down to the hospital and she was wheeled away. And a couple of hours later, she came back with no wisdom teeth, but a very sore mouth. And it is taking a while for her gums to heal. And so she's talking without moving her mouth very much. She's also eating a lot of soft food. I think this is probably day six since the operation. And Sophie is really looking forward to getting back into a normal way of life so that she can eat normal food again and talk properly. So yes, today it's just me. And I've got another blog post story to share with you and I'm going to talk about it afterwards. So I'm going to get right into the story. As I said, it is called Funny How Things Change. And I wrote this story about three years ago. Uh, Sophie was about 14 at the time and Jim Rose, our youngest daughter, was 11. Just sort of set the scene. I think you could probably call this a typical day post as well as a holiday one. You will see why as I'm reading it to you. So here goes. Here's the story. Last Friday, I was ready to swing into a new season of our unschooling year. No more record keeping for this term, I announced to my girls. No more looking out for educational experiences to turn into Evernote notes. No more strewing. No more reading aloud. No more, would you like to... Shall we? This looks interesting. Did you know? Time to take a break. Relax. Spend more time on my own projects and look forward to Easter. But on Monday morning, my youngest daughter, Gemma Rose, asked, Would you like to read us another chapter of Return to Billabong, Mum? Wouldn't you prefer to do something of your own? No, I'd like to listen to you read so I opened the book to read more of Mary Grant Bruce's novel. After I'd closed the book, I opened my computer, hoping to edit a bit of my novel. But as usual, it didn't take me long to get distracted. I rediscovered the Evernote Clearly extension, and wanting to try it out, I searched online for a copy of Banjo Patterson's poem, Clancy of the Overflow. Wow, look at this, I said to my daughter Sophie, showing her the clean and easy-to-read poem I'd clipped using clearly. Isn't this a great way to clip poems before putting them into a notebook? A notebook? There was nowhere to put the poem because I hadn't created one for this week. I decided to create one after all. But it's no good just popping a poem into a notebook. The girls wanted to read Clancy of the Overflow before it disappeared into the records. So we read it out loud and enjoyed it immensely. While I'd been searching for the poem, I'd also discovered a YouTube video of Banjo Patterson reciting his own poem. We watched this next. It was a rather strange animation of a photo. We were tempted to Google making animations using still photos, but I decided to leave that for another day. Instead, I clipped the video link so we will be able to find it again. Clancy of the Overflow is related to another novel we're currently reading, To Love a Sunburnt Country by Jackie French. Jimmy Rose placed the book on the table in front of me, But I overlooked her hint. Instead, I said, haven't you got anything you'd like to do? How about drawing? Sir Gemma Rose hunted out her sketchbook and pencils. Half an hour later, she said, do you think my dragon looks more like a horse? Minutes later, we were on YouTube watching how to draw dragons videos. Wow, this looks interesting. And then Jim Rose, taking advantage of the fact we were on YouTube, said, Shall we watch another episode of Secrets of a Castle, Mum? We settled down on the sofa together and enjoyed finding out about medieval weapons. When the episode was over, someone said, I didn't know some of our English words and sayings are related to archery. Of course, we had to do some further research. We found an article explaining the origin of picking a quarrel, upshot, and point-blank. Isn't this interesting, I said, as I clipped the info into this week's notebook. Next, Sophie downloaded her own Clearly extension. I could use it to collect photography articles, she said. Did you see the photo I put up on the 365 Project website? And then she added... By the way, I watched a video on the Bethadilly blog. I learnt how she edits her photos to get her personal look. Did you know she began working as a professional photographer six months after teaching herself how to use her DSLR camera? I didn't. I could see Sophie was feeling inspired. Jim Rose then said, Sophie, you could do your piano practice while I read to mum. She hunted out, The Far Side of the Lock, by Melissa Wiley, while Sophie opened her music book. But sad to say, I had my head in my computer, and I kept muttering, in a minute, in a minute, and Gemma Rose gave up. She left the book on the coffee table and returned to her dragons. Later, I noticed Gemma Rose's book. Do you still want to read to me? She did. After the chapter had ended, I said... "'Would you like me to read you a chapter of To Love a Sunburnt Country?' She nodded as she ran off to get Sophie so she could listen too. And so the day ended. It hadn't gone as I'd expected. I didn't drift through the day doing my own thing. Instead, I was very involved with my girls as they kept saying, "'Would you like to? Shall we?' "'This looks interesting. Did you know?' It seems we haven't moved on to the next season in our unschooling year after all, even though the official school term is nearly over. And that's okay. My novel can wait. So can my other projects. I'm still enjoying spending time with my girls. In days gone by, we'd be hanging out for the end of each term. That's enough, I declare, a week early, or maybe two. I've had enough. Hooray, my kids would shout. They had had enough to. Funny how things change. I chose this story because we are at the end of the official school term. Term three here in New South Wales, Australia. Yes, there's one more day of the official school term. And next week, my husband Andy will be home for the school holidays. As you might know, he's a school teacher. So, of course, the next couple of weeks will be very different for my husband. But will they be different for me and my girls? What do unschoolers do during the school holidays? Does life just continue on as normal? Well, I've heard of unschoolers who say that every day of the year is exactly the same to them. It doesn't matter whether it is the school holidays or the term time. And maybe they say that because learning happens on every day of the year. Yes, learning never stops. When we were homeschooling in a more structured way, as I said in the story, we'd get to the last week or two of the term and we would announce that we'd had enough. We'd had enough of learning. We wanted to do something else. Have a rest. I guess we did think about learning as something that only happened during term time. But of course, that's not true. We will continue learning next week when it is the official school holidays. But our learning might look a little bit different. Because for us, we might do different things depending on whether it is the school term or the holidays. We will want to spend time with my husband, Andy, and being spring and the weather is looking pretty good, we might want to go on more family outings. We might have a break from some of our term time activities. The girls will stop their piano lessons for a couple of weeks. Maybe they'll take a break from their piano practices as well. As I said in the story, I won't be looking for educational experiences that I can record in my homeschool records book. Yes, I will be having a break from record keeping. That's the best part of the school holidays. Well, spending time with Andy is pretty good as well. And hopefully, I will have more time to work on my own projects. Do a bit of writing, maybe. I think that everybody needs a change in routine every now and then, even unschoolers, to bring the same things day in and day out. Yes, we become stale. So even unschoolers need holidays. The other point that I was thinking about as I was reading that story is that We have to be present for our children, even though we're unschooling and we all have our own interests. Mothers and fathers need to be tuned in to what their children are doing. We need to be ready to drop our own projects and get involved with whatever our children are doing. Obviously, in that story, I failed. I got involved with something on the computer and Jim Rose gave up on me. And I think this is okay because kids do need to see their parents working on their own things. But if it becomes a habit and we haven't got time to respond to our kids' needs, yes, it does become a problem. They need us to listen to them, to be willing to do things with them. I was talking to my young adult daughter Imogen the other day about how my daughter Gemma Rose, who is now 14, still enjoys spending time with me. And this isn't because she's not an independent learner. No, she is quite capable of going off and learning everything by herself. But as Imogen observed, she said, Mom, Gemma Rose likes spending time with you. And isn't that wonderful when our kids want to spend time with us? This won't happen forever. Our kids grow up and move on to other things. So we ought to really appreciate these times. Spend as much time with our kids as they want. Spend as much time with our kids as we can. Anyway, it's always more fun to learn with someone else. To snuggle up with somebody on the sofa and watch a movie together. Or to share a favorite book. Yes, of course, we could read the book individually. But there's nothing like sharing a favorite story and then being able to discuss it. And then saying things like, I really like that bit. Do you remember? And discussing all our favorite quotes. The pleasure just goes on and on. Now, I think it was about four podcasts ago, I was talking about being a curious unschooler. And this post fits in very well with that. Shall we? This looks interesting did you know? Being enthusiastic about learning, being a good example for our kids, getting excited, inviting them to share things with us. It's not only me who says those things. As you can see from this story, my girls were saying those words to me. And of course, if somebody says to me, shall we, and this looks interesting, and did you know, I have to be willing to listen and to get involved with whatever is exciting them. Because, of course, that's the reaction I would like from my children when I say those sorts of things. So, it is the second last day of the official school term. And I've been thinking about what I want to do during the holidays as far as my personal writing, that type of thing. And I thought I might get a head start. But Gemma Rose is reluctant to move on. There are things that we've been doing together during this school term that she still wants to do. So this morning, instead of writing, we were sitting watching The Hollow Crown. This is a collection of Shakespeare's history plays. We've also been reading Wuthering Heights together. If I go back to my story, I can see that I wrote it at a time when we were into a lot of Australian things the Australian poet Banjo Patterson, the Australian authors Jackie French and Mary Grant Bruce. I shall leave some links in the show notes if you would like to follow up on those resources. Those poems and those novels were things that we really enjoyed. Also, I think there was a video series, Secrets of a Castle. So that's this week's story. I will leave a link in the show notes to that story, just in case you would like to hop over to my blog and read it for yourself. So a little bit of news before I finish up this podcast. I already shared about Sophie's teeth. It has been a busy week. First of all, I spent most of last Friday at the hospital. And since then, Sophie has needed quite a bit of looking after. You wouldn't think that having four teeth removed would be such a big thing. But yes, it was surgery. And she's had a week off work. I think she will have had 10 days off work by the time she goes back next week. But the other thing that has been keeping me very busy is my blog. I will start at the beginning of the story. I think it was about three or four days ago. I just felt like doing something new. And I remembered that I have a blog that doesn't have any posts on it. If you are a long-time listener of my podcast, you might remember that I created this blog and I called it the Catholic Radical Unschool Cheese. And I was going to write stories about Catholic unschooling. Well, I got about three or four posts written, and then I gave up. And then about a year went by, and then I thought, I'm going to resurrect this blog, get it going again. And I think in my second attempt, I wrote two posts. Two posts and one comment. And then I gave up again. I just couldn't get the blog moving. And then three or four days ago, as I said, I thought about this blog again. I thought... Maybe I should abandon my unschooling blog because that was the problem. Trying to keep up two blogs at the same time is just impossible. I thought perhaps it's time to move on from my stories of an unschooling family blog. Start again on a new blog. Start with a new topic. Yeah, try something new. So that was my decision. So a new blog, I thought, needs a new theme And I went searching for one, came across one that looked pretty good. And then I started installing it on my spare blog. And then while I was doing that, in between working on it, I did a little bit of Googling and a bit of thinking about what I wanted to write about. I thought about blogging about Evernote and journaling. I had a look at some lifestyle blogs. I thought maybe I'll just make it into a personal blog. I knew I didn't want to do a recipe blog or a handicraft blog. I'm not very good that way. And then, after a lot of thinking about it, I suddenly got discouraged. I thought, what happens if I start writing on this blog and I run out of enthusiasm again? Do I really want to start a new blog? It takes a long time to build up an archive of posts. It takes a long time to build up a readership as well. And then I thought, why do I want to move to a new blog anyway? I have a perfectly good blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. I have a readership. I have an archive full of posts. Why start again? Perhaps the problem isn't with my blog as much as my writing. I like my blog, but I feel that my writing has got very stale. I have written so many posts recently that I haven't published. I mean, they're perfectly fine posts. They make sense. They say what I want to say. But they just haven't got a spark in them. They just don't feel very lively to me. Is it the subject matter? Or have I lost my voice? Perhaps my style has become a little bit stale. So what I'd like to do is stay on my blog... And experiment a bit with my writing. If you listened to last week's podcast, you will remember that I was talking about creativity. And how the fourth stage of creativity is crisis. And I've got to crisis point again. I've got a little bit fed up of what I'm doing on my unschooling blog. Perhaps I need to take some risks. As I said, experiment. Try some new ways of writing. Maybe some people won't like what I'm doing. Maybe some people will. But maybe it's a risk that I have to take in order to keep on writing about unschooling. Also, maybe I can write some different types of posts as well. There are many, many aspects to unschooling lives. I will have to think about it. See if I can come up with some new angles to write from. So a day or so ago, I decided that I would change my whole blog look. I would use my new theme on my unschooling blog. This seemed like a really good idea at the time. So I uploaded the file. But of course, that's only step one. There were a lot of settings that I had to make decisions about. A lot of different options with this theme. I had to work out how to get my blog looking as I wanted. The documentation with the theme wasn't very extensive, but with Sophie's help, I sat down and I think I've done it. My blog has a whole new look and I rather like it. I am glad that I chose a new theme and yes, put all that effort into it. I hope the blog looks attractive. I hope my posts are easy to find. I hope that you like what I've done. So I'm going to invite you to hop over to my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. I'd like you to hop around it, have a look at all the different things that I have done, and I would really appreciate it if you stop by and let me know what you think. So I'm coming to the end of this episode, episode 134. All that's left to do is to thank you for listening to my story today You will find the show notes on my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. Yes, hop over to my blog, look at the show notes, and have a look around. I invite you to stop by and comment on anything that I have said today, or just say hello, or leave me a comment about my new blog look. I hope I'll be back next week with another episode of this podcast. If I do disappear for a couple of weeks, That will be because it is the school holidays and it will mean that I just haven't found time to sit quietly and record a podcast episode, but I will definitely be back in two weeks time. So until the next episode, trust, respect, and love unconditionally.